The day that my wife explained me why she loves me, I give her a divorce. For a simple reason. Because she will give me practical things. You are nice, you are clever, you, have, you tell jokes, it, it doesn't matter. I can bring immediately 50 men who got the same things. But there is something you cannot explain. I don't have to explain everything, but to accept. How do we limit ourselves on how much we perceive? And why is planning so dangerous for us? How much are we doing what we think that others expect from us? And how many of our fears come true? In today's episode, I talk to Sami Molcho, probably the most famous mime and body language expert. He was born in 1936 in Tel Aviv, Israel, where he started his stage life at the age of 10. He has lived in Vienna for 60 years and says that the answer no is actually increasing our possibilities. This podcast brings you stories from and about people who stepped into the unknown. Stories about fear, uncertainty, the illusion of security or, I don't know, let's see what it will be about. My name is Katarina Bayer and I will host you on this journey into the unknown. As I'm speaking to one of the most famous people when it comes to body language, I was wondering, how does your body feel right now and how much are you aware in each second what your body tells you? Well, first, I feel very well in my skin <laughs> and in my body, especially when such a nice person is smiling to me. But uh, being aware every second... You can't be, because there, there are too many things that the body is taking as information, giving an information. He got a lot of tools. So uh, starting now to be aware on each thing that you just, you know, eliminate any possibility to be active. So we have always uh, preferences. So things which are ordinary, streaming You don't have to be aware of it. You, you mean like the breathing, you don't have to be aware of it? Or? Breathing in, in the surrounding that you know, you react if something is suddenly changing. So what, uh, actually our senses are more affected, you know, that they are taking the changes in the surrounding or the changes which are happening in my body. In the moment there's a change and it's not in the usual way, then it is coming, you know, all the poo, 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 yeah. poo, what's happening. And changes can be um, a little bit, the effect of a, is a little bit stronger. It is more intensive something. Um, it's not in harmony. Yeah. Then you are being aware of it. What happened? Now we are reacting also um, of our surrounding. The one is, what do I need from the surrounding? Because I cannot supply all the needs that I have in my own body. I have to take it from outside. For the other side, uh, changes can be a little bit uh, dangerous for me. So I have to react on it. So the one is giving me possibilities to enjoy or to, 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 to calm down needs that my body have. Yeah, for the other side to protect myself. Now, uh, as you know, feelings. Yeah? I know about feelings. You yeah. know. <laughs> the English word of emotion means motion. 
Moving, immovable. Yeah. And that is actually the, the sense and the effect of feeling. Without feelings, you cannot survive. Because the, the feeling is um, inside the changes that tells you you, are, you have thirst, I'm hungry, I have pain. All this, uh, what's happening in the body, comes through the feeling. Now, the feeling, it's not only, you know, intellectual thing, oh, okay, I know I'm hungry. You know, you can die by knowing that you are hungry if you don't eat. <laughs> But it moves you to do something. And the more hunger you have, the more is the pressure to do something. That's why the feeling are actually movement or force you to move. And it doesn't matter now if it is danger or pleasure that you, that, ah, I like it or I need it. So I move toward it. But does that mean for you that whenever you feel a sudden change, that you're really aware what is happening in your body and this is the reaction that you're doing? Because you're so aware of everything you do. And even when I came to your house, you, you saw things in me. So I was wondering, are you, are you all the time when there's a change happening, realizing what your body is doing? Or do you also sometimes run, run on autopilot? Well, I'm very aware of what I see yeah. and what's happening in me. But it doesn't mean I am in control. You know, um, also as an artist, it starts that you have to feel your surrounding. You see the things the way they are. Then it started in subjective interpretation. What I see, what it makes in me, what change it makes in me which associations it evokes in me. And you start, you know, the subjective interpretation which can bring to a form of art because you cannot describe it always in words. But being aware doesn't mean that you control all the time what you see. Do you believe in control? Well, we need it. <laughs> If it helps, it's something different. <laughs> you know, because... Uh, We, the first reaction is always a feeling. Feeling is moving you quicker than you're intelligent. You know, and that is why the control is coming after the feeling and not before. So the, the control has to reduce the information to a single information. And it takes time more to analyze it. The feeling reacts of the whole You once said, or if I read it somewhere, that the body language is more authentic. And I guess it's because this is, is the pure feeling than the spoken word. And I was wondering, I have the feeling that a lot of us unlearned our gut feeling, our like sensing what we need. Um, why do you think that our own body language became so unknown to us? Education. As simple as that, you know, you are in a community. The community tries, you know, to plan. Community cannot survive without planning. Now, uh, planning, you have to see uh, forwards what is going to happen. So I have to manage or to conduct the thing that it will react the way I expected it. It means I have to block feelings, associations, different wishes which are not in my plan. So the, the brain is taking in command yeah, from do and don't do. So there is a, actually every education is more blocking don't do than giving you the permission what to do. You don't have to have permission to what to do. The body tells you. But would this mean in simple words that if I always block my gut feeling, my body won't say, okay, then I don't talk to you anymore. This Many is people do this because they are afraid, because they feel they don't understand me. You know, they give up. There is any way because, you know, our position in the society actually depends if the society accepts us. 
We cannot live and survive alone. We have to be in the community. And uh, to be in the community, it means what the community is expecting from me. And in each time are different priorities, what the community needs. So I'm trying, when you say, I'm trying to be beloved. What is to be a beloved child? The beloved child is the one who is doing what the parents are expecting from him. Is paying for it, not doing what is from inside, the his drive, wishes, yeah. uh, the drive that he lives there. A bad child is the one who is doing or going after his drives, but he pays not being so uh, the lovely child that they say, oh, it's a birthday, uh, yeah. uh, he's a uneducated, person, yeah. a rude person, yeah. but he enjoys doing what he wants and he says, okay. I don't give a damn what the society wants from me. I, I first, I hear what I want. But of course, society cannot live that way. It's interesting because I attended a seminar um, of yours last year, the first one ever that I attended. And there you said, um, when we were talking about knowledge, you said that we are actually living in a school system and society that punishes for knowledge. And this would still influence us as adults, for example, that we are sometimes very afraid to ask a question and to be blamed to not knowing. But you said that actually this not knowing provides far more honesty and quality to a conversation. Can you say more about this? Of course. If I think that I know, I'm not in action. Actually, I know everything, so I don't need to do anything. I'm satisfied. But not knowing drives me to, to search what are the possibilities, what is behind things. That's why if somebody say, tell me yes, then it goes on the same line. It's boring. It's predictable. Predictable. But if you say no, now there are the options. Okay, for what really the other person tell, tell me no? For this. If, if I give him a different alternative, maybe he will say yes. So it, it opens a big, you know, branch um, um, or the angle, you know, that, that, that for possibilities. So I can maybe, okay, you say no to this. But if I give you the possibilities, this, 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 say, okay, why not? It's interesting when I when I watch you now and you you said no and it gives you possibilities your eyes opened and it gave I, I you looked younger more playful like yeah. you like to have the no of like course. you want to have the possibility because this is what uh, makes me um, alive that, that it's, uh, looking and searching for possibilities opens also my mind suddenly you see the word is not only this if I see look at the chair at, at a child. The difference between a child looking at a chair and an adult man. For adult men, a chair is an object that you sit on it. The child sees, oh, if I go under the, the, the chair, it can be, you know, like a cave. If I go on top of it, it's like a hill. If I throw it down and I put it in, it sees so many possibilities in this object. But now the education took away, annulated all the possibilities that's in this object, actually. It says, no, this is an object, you sit only on it. So we give it a word and a definition and this reduces possibilities. And then you block all other possibilities. Yeah. And besides, when it's cold, it's a very good burning uh, wood. <laughs> uh, you see, just, <laughs> yeah. you never thought of it because well, you don't burn chairs. During the war, people did burn chairs, yeah. burn chairs, but they didn't have any other possibilities. Yeah. In one of your books, you wrote something that always will stick with me. You wrote, we are somebody, and body in capital letters. We are all bodies and we experience everything in our bodies first. I don't know exactly, I think it was one of your books, where you said, the body is the place with which we perceive there is no perception that takes out uh, takes place outside of the body 
So I was wondering, you say society sometimes limits us or our education. How can I relearn to feel myself again, to be a body again? Like, what would you recommend me? To accept yourselves, not going with the stream. And how do I accept who myself? Who say the thousand people who say something have more rights if I see there's something different in it? So it's only, it's always... All the people who invent things, you know, we say um, they dare to go above the logic. The logic actually blocks me, inhibited me. If I take a metal and I leave it, it falls down. So a metal cannot be in the air. Is it right? Because the moment that you drop it, it falls down. Of course, somebody may be being aware when I throw it. So there is a power working on it. And the more that this power is moving it, it stays longer in the air. Now, today we are going in airplanes and different other things. But it combined things which have been not logical. The logic comes after you have done it. Not before. Before the logic is, it falls down. After invented or combined different things together, now you say, well, it is logic. But in looking backwards, not forwards. Isn't there the saying like, everybody thought it's impossible un until somebody came and just tried it? <laughs> or you say, there is a, a something which say, you know, till somebody come who didn't know it. Yeah. <laughs> that, that it's impossible. Possible. Uh, but you, you know what you asked before, if there are things outside my body, maybe. There are soul, there are different things, but if I, my inhibition is that I can only be aware of something which works on my body. If it doesn't influence my body, I'm not aware that these things exist. Can you give me an example? In this room now, there's some concerts and music. Right now? Right now. Okay. Now, it doesn't work on the, on the vibration of your ear. If I open now my radio, only what he's doing, there is no orchestra in this radio. He is only interpreting the waves that in this room are in the waves that your ear can hear it. Then suddenly you hear music. Where is this music? There is no musician here. Somebody translated it to the possibilities that you can preserve it, that, that you can, that works on you. But that means that our body is also translating like a radio the waves from outside. If it is on the range of your ears. So you have to protect yourself. If you hear everything, you will be bad. A dog hears things that we don't hear. We know it. Does it mean it doesn't exist? There are whistles for dogs. The, their frequency is so high, we don't hear it. But the dog is reacting on it. It means if something doesn't affect us, it makes changes in us, we don't know that this exists. So we are limited in what we say, what is existence and what is not existence. It has to be translated on our uh, senses. Would this mean that if I'm very aware and I train my body attention, that I would hear more of the frequencies? That's right. Many people are more sensitive. Hear more frequencies. There are more frequencies. They feel things in their skin, they feel things, they cannot explain it because they cannot translate it to somebody else. If you take now the whole area of medium, I don't know if there is or not because you, you cannot prove it, actually. You can only wonder, is it right, is it wrong? But I know one thing, yeah? Maybe he got a transmission or the, the, the ability to get waves or energy 
that I am not able to do it. Doesn't mean they are not there. For me, they are not there. For the other person, they are there. So we always stay in between that you say, I can accept it or not. I can believe it or don't. But you cannot prove it. And many things, you know, we invent different uh, instruments which are translating in, you know, in the end of the, of the line, they have to translate it into the possibilities for my senses to perceive it. But now I want to come back to a topic you said before that is for me relating to this. You talked about needs. And, you know, um, when I was a little child, I grew up with this, I, I don't know if it was a childish game or something, whenever you see a shooting star, you can make a wish. So you make a wish, but the most important thing is you're not allowed to tell it to somebody. And even as a child, I didn't understand it. And it was strange for me that if I have a need that needs to be fulfilled and there's mo most probably somebody out there who can fulfill it, why can I not share this need? Why do you think we are very afraid to tell the other one what we need from them? Because you are going to be judged immediately. For my need? No. For your wish. If you get it, you are a hero. If not, you are a loser. Yeah? You got fantasies. You are a loser. You know, it's not real. But if it happened, everybody will wonder. Yeah. Now, if you tell it to somebody, they will try to convince you that it's not real. You mean the wish that I have? Yeah. Ah, you wished it. You see, it didn't happen. <laughs> what, what, what I, yeah, I, I understand this, but I was first thinking, do we not share it because we are afraid to get a no? Yeah. You are afraid not being right. If it doesn't fulfill my wish, so what? Am I a bad person? Am I a loser? For myself, I say, okay, I always wished to be a singer. So I went to a professor to learn singing. After the first lesson, he told me, I have only one advice. Stop singing. <laughs> What? Keep silence. <laughs> And that's why I become a good mime. That's why I say no brings me another perspective. If I be only frustrated, I wanted it. I don't have the voice. I don't have the ears of the music. I don't know what. Yeah. And then I stay in this no and in my frustration. Instead to say, okay, I can't do this. What are the other possibilities? I become a good mime. And when I sing as a mime, there is never a false tone. <laughs> It's always right. <laughs> when I looked up the word mime, it comes from the Greek and it says to imitate somebody. Is this correct? Um, well, that's the, 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 to mime, it's to, to give a personality to somebody. You do, if this, I don't have to imitate a Mr. X. I imitate a person, a character in a certain situation. So it is, of course, I mime him. Mm -hmm. I give him a personality, I give him and so on. Now, of course, I can have different examples in my brain It reminds me this and this. It reminds me this person in this situation, which I can use it. Uh, which feelings I had when I've seen it. Uh, how was the feeling when I see him? Uh, uh, the way that he was uh, walking, the way he was speaking. It was a different energy in his body. It was a different uh, ways that he carried his body. So if I put it in my body, do I will feel the same. And that is the mime. 
So, so that means when you are um, miming someone and you try, for example, I don't know, have the same um, speed of walking, try to make the same uh, gestures with your hand, that you actually can get a glimpse of what that person is feeling when, when the person is moving like this? If you are sensitive enough, of course. Because uh, what happens in him can happen in you. Is enlarging my own person and my own uh, experiences. Because also in my life, I experience things that I say, wow, I never knew that I could be like that. <laughs> or that I can do this and this. But it means the situation broke the... The habits or the broke, the, 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 what, what we are doing, the, the everyday the patterns, the patterns yeah. in me and give me new patterns that I never thought I can be uh, so exactly, powerful or, or do things like this and so on. And um, it means something in my body opens the different, it activated other boxes in me that it have been, you know, Un close. Yeah. But this is a new possibility then, again. Look, with each yeah. partner, you are a different person. With each pass, uh, uh, partner, he opens in you different cells, different reactions. Without him, they will be sleeping. And you will never discover that these are things that you, you have in yourself, unless you block it. Because you are afraid to experience yourself in a very intensive form. You have never done it before. I, I have in my book about the children body language, and I call it feeling orgasm, the emotional orgasm. Now, the emotional, what is orgasm? Orgasm is it's unloading, you know. The, the But is it like overwhelming as well? Overwhelming. Okay. But now see what happens when the child in a shower, swing? In a swing. Yeah. You know, it's every time it gives in him excitement. You know that he, he, he don't have it normally. Yeah. And the more that he have it, the more excitement it is. You know, this is overwhelming him. But he's getting used to have this experience. The father takes the child and throw him in the air and get him and say, you are, you are safe, you know. And, but every time I catch him, but every time he throw it in the air, you know, the child, ah, you know, because there is a fear and excitement, and in a certain way, I trust my father that he will. Now the mother is coming, don't throw him in the air, don't you see this screaming? And they say, yeah, but he's screaming in joy. Now, if children are not experiencing these extreme feelings, so they are always in, in a small range of feelings, what they experience themselves. Now one day, They are in a situation that somebody evokes in them stronger feelings, intensive feelings. They are afraid of it because they never experienced such a thing. So they don't know no, it's too intensive for me. But this would mean that um, we should be happy if we have intense feelings in our childhood. That's right. Even because if there are like intense sadness or something. Sadness, uh, uh, fear, a scream excitement. Because your body is learns to cope with it. And when it comes later in your life, you say, I know I can cope with it. And other people are running away from it. They, 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 you know, like a turtle, they, they got in their shell and they say, no, no, it's too intensive for me. It's it, it, too, too strong. Uh, because they, they are losing control. The thing is by this moment is to losing control and to trust yourself. I'm coming back to myself after. It is like explosion in you. It's explosion in your feelings that you lose yourself. Does it have to do something with the fact, what you said before, that as a child, if my father throws me in the air, I trust that he will also catch me again. That this... Uh, hope, in, or this, the hope that he catches me again, but this intense feeling combined with the trust gives me the possibility to actually really experience it. No, you first you experience it, then you say, "I can trust him." Yeah, like my mind took over again. <laughs> you see? Yeah. First, you have to experience it because if I said, "Trust me," 
You have no experience. Can I? Things are changing all the time. And besides, you are with yourself. Even if you fall down, you experience something. You see, your father can tell you. You see, never trust anybody, even your father. (laughs) (laughs) It's also a possibility, but that's why you have to experience things. Something that you experience are good with you. Something stays as a trauma, traumatic experience that you don't want to do it again. Yeah, this would have been my next question on some um, emotionally experiences are so overwhelming that it actually doesn't give you a possibility to go out to the world, but just to hide inside yourself. Possible. So nobody can judge another person besides being in a situation and how you react in a certain situation. Any experience can be traumatic for a person and not traumatic for another person. In the... Like Frankel, you know, yeah, in the Second Victor World Frankel, War, yeah. Yeah, Victor Frankel, yeah. say, how do you cope with it? You can, you know, when you have pain, what gives you the power to, to, to resist the pain, no, not to resist, to, to, to overcome, exp- overcome the pain, is the hope. When the pain is away, and how nice feeling it's, there's a release, you know, of the pain. So you hope, you know, for the moment after. Uh, what victors actually say, the people in the cassette, when they have some aim, I have to survive to tell the other people what happened. I have an idea and I want to survive this idea. I, I need and I hope that I will meet the family. They are maybe also survived. It doesn't matter, but they have an aim to live for. We give him the power for this. And that's what I mean. When you throw, when the father throws you in the air, you hope he will take you. And this is, it's, it's a, a, a part of the excitement. That you don't know if he will catch you. You don't know it. That's why the excitement is even bigger. Because you don't know it. But that is the guts. Do I have the guts to go through or not? To taking the risk It's always a child with the first steps that he's doing is taking a risk because he falls down. Okay, he's not very high. When he falls, you know, from 30 centimeters, it's different when he falls from one and a half meter. But he's taking the risk. Now, we, we combine two things. We have the curiosity and the hope and the feeling that push us to, to discover what is behind this curiosity. That is what push us to discover things. But if we are always afraid, we'll never discover things. Do you also have the feeling that adults are more afraid than children of discovering new things? That's why most of the discoveries are when you are a young person. Older people don't discover anymore. They Add what they started, and then now they make, you know, the logical research and they add the, the parts together. But the mood to discover something completely new, completely made, that everybody will tell you, you are, you are crazy. We are living now, Corona. The people who started to tell us there are some living things in you who makes you uh, sick. sick. You say, I don't see it. What do you mean living things? No, it is the food, it is this what you see. Actually, you know, if you can say bacteria, uh, Bacterias. bacteria for us exist only since we have a microscope. Without the microscope, uh, microscope, you don't know, you don't see them, so they don't exist. Suddenly you see they are moving. There's something living there. And then you go more and more and more and more in the curiosity to discover things. That's why I say, you know, the things which are behind my skin or the in front of my skin, the more sensitive I am, the more I can feel things and trust there is something behind. But one thing that, I mean, it's totally logical to me what you're saying, but I still try to find out something like what I can change in my life then. I give you an example. When I had a dog and I was really sick 
she sensed it. It's like children and pets, they are sensing emotions in you and they know if you like them or not. And I think, I guess I had the same quality when I was a child, but I still don't know where I lost it and how I can regain this sensing and containing other people in a way that it's exciting and not overwhelming for me. Trusting you, Felix. So trust my feeling and act out of my feelings. And don't say it's not logical, I'm wrong. Except you don't know, but you feel something. We don't have to explain everything. The day that my wife explained me why she loves me, I give her a divorce. For a simple reason. Because she will give me practical things. You are nice, you are clever, you, have, you tell jokes, it, it doesn't matter. I can bring immediately 50 men who got the same things. But there is something you cannot explain. You can only click with your finger and say, that is it. Why do I like you? Can I explain it? Is it because of your smile? Is it because of your eyes? No, many people are the same smile or the other. I, I can't explain it, but there's something, it's an energy, there is something we feel and we cannot explain it. Now, it can be for longer time, it can be for a second that you live it, feel it, you know, and maybe after a second it's something new, which stimulates your body and so on. It's very difficult to say. When somebody looks at the flower and says, wow, and other goes by, don't see it even. I don't have to explain everything, but to accept. This is... Um This, this, the uh, logic blocks you. Yeah, the logic blocks me. You're right. The logic broke me. And you got these this, this, this blocks, these patterns. That's the way it has to be, which blocks you. It starts, you know, when you tr try to prove yourself that you are right, instead of trusting yourself. Because the moment that you are going to prove yourself, you are going in the logical part, which is limited. And when I try to prove myself, I actually don't trust. Because if I trust, I don't have to prove. Exactly. I stay to my feelings. If I have to prove it, I have to go in, in physical blocks, you know, and then I have to push my feelings in, in, in something which maybe it, it, it doesn't suit. So I give them a different form. When you talk already about patterns and feelings uh, and blocking feelings, for example, if I as a child was afraid that I get like a slap from, from my parents and I raise a shoulder. And then when I get older, I still have this behavioral pattern of raising my shoulder whenever I'm in a work meeting or under stress or I get a call from somebody. And th so this is actually limiting my being present because I'm reacting from something of the past. Because you are reacting on being afraid of punishment. Yeah. So is this, like, how, how can I relearn that I not do it? Is it just becoming aware of it? Or what would you re recommend that I, I, I can change this and then actually behave free again? It's very difficult. If there is so easy um, <laughs> to give you the answer. But it is the, the first thing, okay, I got punished. It doesn't mean I'm not right because I was punished. I come back to myself. Okay, he thinks different and he punished me. But I still believe that I was right. I'm not afraid what people are. You know, I've been in, on stage all over the world. I don't know who was in the critic. Now, me or the, the, the people who wrote the In the, the audience. Crits. No, not the people who wrote the critic. Ah, in the papers, yeah. In the papers. Because I got the same mimes for the same mimes I have at least thousand different opinions, but they're still my mimes. From high philosophical to a super, superficial and so on. It, it, they are their opinion, it's okay. The thing is, do I stay behind it? So people didn't like it, but I stay behind what I show. I've done things which have been before that time. I've done in the Vienna a festival, a work with movement and so on, Le Portrait, it doesn't matter. And it was the first time, it was in the 60s, that the dancers, you know, used words or sounds with their mouth. 
And everybody attacked me. A dancer shouldn't, shouldn't make ah, or shouldn't mm. And I said, why? They are not talking, but they are, they, they, the voice is a part of expression. And it was completely new. So I broke something which was not done till this time. Years after, they have done it suddenly. So you started, I think, when I read it correct, with 10, like being on stage, like at the age yeah. of 10. And then you were a mime and you also lectured students on a theater. Was it like, a, like um, logical for you to then go and hold seminars on body language and write books about it? Or did you like slip into this? I slipped into it, yeah. actually. Look, I've done dancing, I've done theater, and then I've done mime, and then I concentrate myself on mime. I have a problem in the theater. I can't keep text. I forget. I know exactly what I have to say, but to repeat exactly if it was, I don't know, my brain couldn't take it. In the school, when I have, you know, to, uh, how to say by heart, to say a poem or something like this, I couldn't. Partly, yeah, partly no, but I could explain exactly what it meant in each word, that the interpretation had been exactly. So it was for me a limitation in big parts in theater because the, the, the partner was looking for the cue when he started. And I had to give him the cue with my body. <laughs> yeah. Dancing was not, it was too abstract for me. So I find myself in mime because I wanted to make my ideas, my stories. I'm a storyteller. Performing characters, but we, before we say, you know, if I change my body, I change my feelings. I change the way the feeling goes through me. A mother who loses a child, the deep pain that she has is the Turkish or Greek mother or the Scandinavian or the North Germany. It's the same pain. The expression is different. The Greek will scream, throw herself on the floor and say, take me instead of my child, yeah, and so on. The German, no German, She will block her pain not to disturb the other people. Now, it's the same pain, how it will be expressed when I block it and how it will be expressed when I open it. It's the same. That's what I meant, you know. It is like water. If you press the, the pipe, it goes different. And when you open the pipe, you know, and give it free, the flu of the of the things. It's the same thing in our body. If somebody goes in a certain way in his body, is it's just a program. If I take my chest back and somebody will make boo, I will go back. If my chest is forward, my head will come hey automatically without thinking because the, the program in my body is in a different state. Now by me doing different characters in mime It means I give the characters my body, my breathing. It took it and it become individual. So the first I give him the form and then he guide me. To deliver yourself to the character you are playing, it's not easy. It's accepting I give myself away. away. That's what we do when we love somebody. It's being passionate about something, giving When yourself. you are patient, you give yourself away. If you're under control, you don't give yourself away. You enjoy it also, but you don't give yourself away. It's the moment you are not afraid. Now, doing different characters, I've been very aware of what happens in my body. That I'm, my eyes look different. I, my attention is on different things. My breath is different. Uh, my body reacts different. And that is the start of body language. Now, uh, coincidentally, because I was in the world of theater, a, way, a world of feelings, which have been normal for me. Feelings, expressing yourself, being free, free mind, free body, free feelings. Somebody asked me, How do you like to you know, to give for us, you know, once, you know, a body language Training. from the industry? You know, I had a personal manager now more than 60 years that we are together. I've never seen a contract in my life 
I'm dyslectic too. So in writing and things like that, it was not my power. I was very happy that he's doing everything and he left me doing my art. So for me, being with business people, the only opportunity, the connection between me is when they have been sitting in dark as audience. Otherwise, it was not my word. So the first time I come, come and started with body language and so on, it was completely a different word. It's, it's a new experience for me. People of this, you know, don't believe in their feelings, all the time controlling themselves. I felt, you know, like the child in the emperor's new dress. Outside the system, say, hey, the king is naked. Don't you see that you are naked? That was my feeling. And then trying to explain them. When you change this, when you change this, you present yourself different. The first, you know, when you see somebody, you accept him or you invite him with your eyes before everything. Then come maybe the sound, the smell and other things. First, you look and what you see, it's the first impression that you have. And you get already, how do you say? Like a picture that is... Like a picture. Now, he has to, maybe, he has to work to change this picture that he gave you in the beginning. But he's losing time. Why not being the way that you are... Uh, Already after... from the start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not from the start. Because he's afraid in his surrounding, in his education. And it's always the fight between the way I feel, the way I think of myself, and the way I present myself. And suddenly it's not me. It is only what are the expectations from me. I'm nothing to know to, to fulfill expectations of people. But I don't care if I don't. I am the way I am. What doesn't mean I don't give a damn when I say I am what I am. Of course you are trying, you know, to, to coordinate, to synchronize with other people, but not by giving myself away. My younger boy, you know, is a film actor. And we worked yesterday. And when we work on the character, he was doing. And I say, Nadiv, you don't have to do. Just be. Yeah, but, but uh, I say, no, you don't need to do. If somebody wants you in the film, it's the way you look. Don't play. That be there. Be there in a certain situation. You don't have to show me I can do. You cannot play hearing. Just hear. That, that is really interesting. You know, don't try me to convince me that you are sitting here. I see it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, 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 it sounds stupid. I want to come to another topic. Um, when... I, I think it was also in the seminar that you uh, there attended with you that um, we were talking about verbally attacking someone is really hurtful, but ignoring somebody is the worst. Like getting ignored from somebody yeah. is the word, worst. Can you explain why you said this and what it has to do with that everybody is looking for rec uh, recognition and that uh, everybody is wanting to have an impact on other people? What are the things you don't being aware of? Have you been aware that my telephone is here? No. And you know why? You don't need the telephone, and it's not a danger for you. There are two things that I'm being aware, because when I walk, there are thousands of things around me. There are two things, you know, that my filter have to take to be aware. The one thing, it can, uh, supply my needs, doesn't matter which kind of this, from curiosity, uh, beauty, or any pleasure or, or needs to of hunger or that, can it, you know, uh, cover my needs or is it a potential danger. Uh, danger? They are the only two things. If they are either no, I ignore it. They don't, they don't exist for me. It means Not being aware of somebody is either is useful for me, not even a potential danger is nothing. It means it doesn't exist. And that is nothing wrong for, uh, for, for us, more terrible 
I don't exist. Existence is influencer. Because you are aware of things that influence you, make change in you. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter in which, in which form. Otherwise, we, don't, we spoke before. You are not aware of things. If it doesn't affect you in any way, it doesn't exist. Now we want to exist. That's the only way you know that we, that we know that I'm, that I'm alive. If there is no difference between me and not me, I don't know that I'm existing. We know now in the corona time, you know, all the people which they kept them isolated from their family, you know, the psychological damage that they have done to them. Some of them stop eating, stop drinking, and so on, because they don't exist. Nobody needs me. So the, 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 you, you, we need to be in connection to something. The glass will exist to, for me. There is a word in, the, in, in German, which you say, Beziehung. Oh, like you have a relation to A relation. If I have no relation to something... So it doesn't exist for me. We need that people who have relation to me and so on. Now we are afraid not being accepted, not to fulfill expectation. Now the problem with expectation, you never know what expectation because nobody tells you what I expect from you. And the bigger is we know what they expect from me and I can't fulfill it. And here is, can I fulfill it in, in other ways? By doing this or this, or maybe tomorrow, or maybe in one year, or, or maybe some other person who needs me. So the, but, you know, the, this way of thinking, you know, one and one make two, there are no other options. It's not the way that life exists. We are always in a net. And the net got different connections with each other. When you move one, it influences all the others. That if I move one, it doesn't influence any, any other. It's not needed anymore. Nodes. I'm not connected. Mm. But this also says what you, you said at the beginning when we start talking, that we cannot fulfill our own needs at all. Like we need other people to fulfill our needs. Right. I mean, this is the nice thing about this connecting to others. When I was, you know, with the top managers, CIOs and so on, when I say, you know, I'm not dependent for me. My, uh, you know, personal or the workers yeah. and so on. I say, you're stupid. You are dependent on a carrot. When he looked at me with the big eyes, I say, you cannot produce the vitamins with the mines. So you are, you are always dependent on things. Be aware of this. I'm happy that I'm dependent on other things. And there are so many possibilities in this dependence. I see how much you like possibilities. Yeah. <laughs> That's life. That's being alive. And I don't have to, you know, all the possibilities to be fulfilled. I'm glad they are there. How can I realize fear in another person, like in my own body or in the body of somebody else? Like what is the most important signs that I have to watch? It blocks. Any blocks? Any blocks. Suddenly, it breathes slowly It doesn't breathe, you know, in a normal breathe in and out. It suddenly, it is, it's, it's, it's this blocked stops. breathing, yeah. Yeah, um, the joints are blocked. It, it doesn't move free. Because, now, why the blocks are the fear? The first thing to run away is the tension in the muscles. And the release of the muscles make the movement. So we control ourselves because we don't run away. We are good educated. But you see suddenly a small blocks in the breathing, in the joints. It means he is afraid of something, but he's not aware that he is afraid because he, he connects afraid with big dramatic things he sees in movies. But when I see now people go with a mask alone in the street, in the field, there's nobody there, and I say, he's protecting whom? The virus that they are in the air? 
but he's afraid. So he doesn't open himself. He's protecting himself. Having a mask is protecting, is blocking me. I don't breathe anymore free. It's okay. I don't say don't have a mask. But uh, everything that blocks me means I cannot uh, stream with the things. And you can see it. Especially in the joints, uh, the eyes, which are running away, they don't want to confront. Because as f- when I look at you, you are immediately activated. Should say, what does he want? Yeah? And now it goes, positive, negative. But first, he looks at me, it means I am in, in, in relation to him, which kind of relation, which kind of thing that that. Now, if he, I don't look at you, he's occupied with something else. So, uh, when you, somebody, you go in the night in New York and you hear steps behind you, you don't turn to him because, you know, in the moment you will turn, you force him to be active. He has to take position. Either he shoot you or do you shoot him. As far as you ignore him, you don't provoke. Because if I ignore him, he's not existing. He, as if he doesn't exist. As if he doesn't exist, yeah. You know, we cannot say if it's right this way or this way, but that is the nature that we are reacting. And one of the biggest things is not to fulfill expectations. So this is a recommendation, not to fulfill expectations. I don't feel that I had a need to always to fulfill expectation from me. If I can, it's very nice. If not, okay, somebody else maybe. But we want to be loved from, from everybody. You know, it, it, it doesn't work like that way. But you, as, as, as you said before, you can see the blocks. Like the blocks in moving, in every joint. In yeah. moving, in breathing, yeah. in... Speaking. Speaking, even being afraid to move the eyes sometimes. So it's pletish focus with the eyes. You just say, hey, are you afraid to, to move with your eyes because may, something may, may happen in the moment that I don't look at you? But this is then the freeze mode of this fight, flight or freeze. Yeah. Um, but don't a lot of people, when they are afraid, just run away? Then it's okay. But the first, as I said, the first, the first thing is the block. thing is to contract my muscle to be able to run away. Without contraction and releasing, there is no movement. But it's contracting, but not running away. And that is the blockade. When we talk about fear, I, I, thought about, I thought long about fear and then I realized that most of the fears I have are in my mind and they never became true, to be honest. That's what I say always. <laughs> yeah, they never become true. Um, do you have an idea why people, when they are afraid, take refugee, uh, refuge in their head and not go to their bodies? Like, why do we search for answers in our mind when we are afraid and not in our bodies? That's why you have been educated, to find the reason. It's finding a reason. When you say there is no gorillas, there's no terrorist here with bombs on him, and so on, what are you looking for the reason? Speculation, what is going to be tomorrow, you never know. Anyway, you know? Go out and start dancing. Turn around, throw you, 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 your hands in the air and so on. And you say suddenly you are not afraid. Because you release the tension. So this is the same thing that if I, I would feel like I'm stuck, I am afraid and I make a full open body position like this V pose, this victory pose. This is immediately not only one there, Or dancing Move, around. dancing. Just, just releasing the blocks. Yeah, releasing the blocks. How many times a day do you dance around and release the blocks? Not very much. <laughs> But everybody got his fears. It's not right that somebody don't have fears. We all have fears. 
The, fr- the, fr- the question is if the fear take uh, control on me or the eye on the fear. I would prefer the second option. Of course, you know, because I say, okay, but in the moment, in the moment there is nothing there. What happened uh, later, I don't know. Um, before we come to an end, I want to ask you, because um, you advise politicians in body language, I read. And there are, of course, these evil voices who say, okay, you can rehearse body language that you come across more uh, honest, more authentic, more self-assured. Is it really something that you can train, body language? Yes, exactly as you train language. But the first thing is learning who are you. What do you want? Why are you this and this? You know, you go to politician for what? Be honest with yourself. To impress people, to have power, to do this and this. You know, if you, it is not putting something uh, strange on him. You know, I'm not trying to, 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 to make from him a different figure that he is. You know, uh, If you take in, in Austria, Sinovats, to see Sinovats suddenly, you know, I don't know if you know what Sinovats. I don't know. Sinovats was a minister here, and after Kreisky became the Bundeskanzler. Uh, the, the, the Chancellor. The Chancellor here. Yeah. And they tried to train him, you know, with the fist and so on. It was not, he was a good person. It's like a good opapa, you yeah. know, a good grandfather. That is, was his nature. He was the one behind Kreisky, with I say, he was a, um, how say, ironing the needs that, that the Kreisky had been doing, you know. So you cannot put on him being this. But I say, okay, you are a soft man looking for harmony and so on. Now, how can we take this thing in you it in the body and then. bring it forwards? To make it to benefit. That's what I can offer you. That's what I can give you. If you need somebody with a fist, it's not me. Don't try to run away from yourself. A bad training, you know, is trying to, to have uh, samples and to say that's the way a counselor has to be or that's the way a, a politician has to be. And that's wrong. It's developing the personality of the person. And giving the possibilities, bring it out. Stay to it. Because any poli- every politician is under pressure of his party, of different things from behind. You know, so he's not always presenting his own ideas. Now, is the question. Are you brave enough to present your ideas? Or you are only a puppet in the party? That's not the person I... You want to train. To train. Yeah. But yeah. if I can develop things that you are inside and blossom them, then you find that people will say, hmm, that's nice. That for me, the nice summary is one thing that you once said. You said, body language is manipulative, but first and foremost to yourself, yes. because it shapes you in the end how you... If you are afraid, you will never open your arms because you deliver your soft parts, your tummy and so on, and your neck. If you are afraid, you always will tend. And block. To block these possibilities. If you overcome it and really speak with open ends, but you are still afraid, you will feel it in the neck. You will feel it in the other joints. So, so you are... You see, is opening, but is blocking at the same time. So it's not open, actually. And people who are sensitive would feel it? Immediately. Immediately, because you, you see the blocks. But if he say, turn and, and try and do it, and he say, look, I feel good doing this. So learn to experience yourself the things you never experienced when you've been a child. Like un, unlearning the learned things yeah. to be yourself again. Yeah. 
Um, before we finish, I want to finish with three questions. The first question I have is, what is currently your biggest fear? My biggest fear? Not to be understood from people that are near to me. Why is it, why does it give you, why does it make you afraid? It is, it breaks the communication. The stream. You don't have to accept. You know, I'm, I'm, nobody has to accept, but I, I like to be understood. And this is to accept that I'm thinking different. But, yeah, but accept this can be maybe not to be ignored from the people that, I, yeah. that are for me important. I, for me, it's just very striking that you say this because understanding is for me something so in the head and in the mind. No. It's not for you. It's, not. it's sometimes just sitting beside. Not more. Uh, second question okay, you <laughs> I think I got you second question what are you currently doing that you still don't know how it will turn out I'm writing a new book you're writing a new book yeah. of course you don't know how it will come but I believe many people will have said ah I never thought about it so what is it about territory And the last question is something special. I, um, since years, I write my most famous quotes in a, in a book. And um, I will just go through the pages and you say stop. And we will stop on one quote. We both don't know what, on which one. And you just comment on this quote. Okay. okay. <laughs> so let's go. Stop. Do you want to go left or right? Left side. Uh, middle, bottom Or top? Middle. The first step to getting what you want is having the courage to get rid of what you don't want. From Paolo Coelho. I think he is right, but I will never, you know, be occupied what I don't want. I will be focusing on what I want. This is, this is the best ending for this podcast. Always be focused on what you want, never on what you don't want. Yeah. Who cares what I don't want? Thank you very much. You're welcome.